welcome to this bonus episode of Friends at Dusk, a Christopher Nolan filmography podcast. I'm your co-host, Marshall Doig, and right now, at this moment, it's just me, because Jake and I didn't quite have our schedules aligned during this hectic holiday season to be able to record a conversation about our reaction to the recently released Oppenheimer trailer. So we switched up the format just a tad so we could get this out, put our thoughts out on the trailer. So we'll start with Jake's recording of his thoughts and then my thoughts and opinions and observations will follow. I didn't listen to what Jake recorded when he sent it to me and before I recorded my thoughts. So if there's any repeat or overlap, that's totally independent work and either evidence that we're totally in sync or we're on totally different wavelengths of thinking about this trailer. We'll see. So with no more ado, here are our thoughts on the Oppenheimer trailer. Hey, this is Jake, um, and I uh, just got done watching the trailer uh, two times in a row uh, for Oppenheimer, uh, the trailer that just came out uh, late last night, early this morning, after debuting exclusively uh, in IMAX platforms for Avatar over the weekend. Um, wow. <laughs> um, love the score. Uh, love what the, the music sounds like first off. That's what sticks with me the most. I also really love the, uh, the juxtaposition of the, the middle of the bomb with uh, Killian Murphy's eye um, and all the eye imagery going on. I don't know if that's going to be something that Nolan expands upon uh, in the full movie. Um, but I like that this is, I, I'm not really a, uh, a huge trailer person in that I'll, you know, like watch and rewatch and obsessively watch looking for stuff. Um, I kind of like to go into things um, a little bit with not knowing what's going on. Um, I like that this doesn't give away um, the insanely huge cast uh, that this has so far, it really only gives away um, Murphy. Uh, we see Josh Peck for a little bit, and then we see Jack Quaid for a little bit of it um, with a voiceover from Killian Murphy. Um, and I like that it, it gives you just enough of, you know, you know what it's about, but you um, don't really get the the full plot of anything because, again, it's a historical document right it's about uh something that we know that has happened before and this is only nolan's um i guess second uh movie based on a historical event so i don't know how the 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 suspense is going to be and how he conveys those events to the viewer uh with us knowing exactly what happened with atom bombs being dropped and ending world war ii um <clears throat> but this looks um looks great i don't know how he's gonna employ any of his signature like it, it's about a you know earlier um uh earlier promos for this have have relied heavily on the countdown gimmick uh like a bomb counting down um so i don't know if this is gonna you know maybe we'll start with an explosion and then work our way back to how the bomb was actually made uh maybe like i joked earlier there's gonna be like a 24 style uh thing um in the corner maybe it'll be a countdown thing i don't know if he's gonna do something that gimmicky for a subject matter that's this serious um but no this looks like he's just he's throwing everything that he has at it really i think even more so than 
uh, Interstellar Dunkirk. This is um, him at the height of his powers with a subject that he really wants to learn more about and explain more and explore more um, with, um, you know, practical effects. Again, we talked on our last episode um, uh, that may not be out yet. Uh, I don't know. So if you're listening to this, go forward a little bit and watch or listen to our episode on uh, the influences on Batman, Batman Begins. But uh, he uh, he did a real explosion out in the desert uh, with hardly any CGI for uh, some of the nuclear reaction stuff in this movie. Um, so, yeah, just like the him at the height of his filmmaking powers, like they created a whole new IMAX stock to film this in to put this out in theaters. Um so he's, you know, moving the medium forward while also telling a story about the past, which is really interesting. Um, but no, I'm I'm very excited for this. I think this is um <laughs> it's the the release date is gonna be the same as the Barbie movie. So two movies that uh could not be any more different from each other, which is funny because Ryan Gosling is gonna be in Barbie and the thing that I first thought of when I saw the trailer for this was First Man, which is um another semi-fictionalized look at a really important uh part in our history in our nation's history as well um but no this looks uh amazing i think the um the the trailer even starts to hit on some of the things that we've talked about in this podcast before which is truth and you know like that line about who's going to tell them the truth about what's really going on here um people dreaming up uh things in their wildest dreams that they don't know the impact of until they see it and they use it he's talking about the bomb here but um that touches on a lot of the other things that we've spoken on uh, on the podcast before about um power and truth and uh you know the relative uh do the ends justify the means especially uh with this like do the uh what good is it to build something this destructive if it can end a war but then the fact that we have that very technology in the first place how does that impact everything? Um, so the subject matter here, now that we've seen this trailer, looks especially more and more in Nolan's wheelhouse um, of expanding, you know, his his look at um, the elasticity of truth and uh, reality um, and how we all interact with that. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, just a little over... Uh, six months left to go until this hits theaters so i'm expecting to get a little bit more information uh more in the coming months but this looks uh, absolutely fantastic uh, and now i will hand it off to marshall and let us hear his thoughts okay so i just watched the Oppenheimer trailer for the first time i watched it just once and now I'm going to tell everyone what I thought of it. This is kind of outside my normal MO for upcoming movie releases. I've always kind of scoffed at the concept of trailer reactions. But it's more the idea of people taking it frame by frame and trying to figure out every single little thing that's going to happen in the movie before it gets released. It's kind of antithetical to what I think the whole process of anticipating and waiting for the movie should be. I don't mind watching trailers personally. I know some people don't want to have anything to do with trailers at all before movies come out, but you know, I like a good trailer, but the frame by frame Zabruder analysis of things I've always kind of 
given an eye roll to. But what we've committed to kind of demands that we make some sort of commentary on this. So I'll deliver my thoughts of just one single viewing so far of the Oppenheimer trailer, and then I'll go rewatch it endlessly. And the first thing I have to say is that the hype is very real. So very real for this. I've got, I guess you could say chills from it. Uh, just, you know, the epicness, the the bouge factory is in full effect. They've got the, the epic sounds and, and booms down. Your standard epic trailer music. And you've got the normal typical Nolan font being thrown up there in the in the titles near the end the Nolan name drop from Christopher Nolan so that's good to see but from more of what actually happens in the trailer standpoint uh Killian Murphy's voice he's using for Oppenheimer definitely didn't expect that I don't know what Oppenheimer sounded like in real life but I mean he was American so I was expecting an American voice, but you know, you just see the actors that you're used to. Um, maybe I was thinking it would be something more like his Dark Knight trilogy voice. It definitely wasn't. So it kind of threw me off, but I really like it. Um, you've got, you know, the explosion to start the whole thing and a couple more explosions throughout and just kind of the, the interstitial particle imagery. So, You know, that was cool, I guess. (laughs) But you've also got some good wide shots, some vistas of presumably the the New Mexico desert. So I always like a good landscape geography feel. Nolan talks about how he likes to get the geography of stories right. So we've definitely got that in here. Um, I saw I had a Josh Peck sighting outside of Killian Murphy, the only actor I recognized there was Josh Peck for just a few brief seconds so we didn't really get the full force of the ensemble cast in here but but we've got the the main guy and then and Josh Peck <laughs> uh what else did I write down here more from a thematic standpoint I guess I noticed kind of lots of circles. We've got that circle on the chalkboard. You've got the close-ups of the interior of the of the bomb, presumably what they're building, the spheres, you know, kind of targets. So and I noticed quite a few things being centered right in the shot, being close up and centered. So we have things about the atom bomb, the bomb targets being put in there. And as others have noted right when this trailer came out, you know, you have plenty of shots of Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer looking very haunted, which sets up the mood. Um, there's a lot of angst and we're going to be looking at what this trailer says is we're going to be looking at the contradictions of creating this bomb, the first nuclear weapon, uh, including, you know, the dialogue, the voiceover says, you know, to you're not going to fear it until you understand it, but you won't understand it until you use it. It's a horrific thing to create, but it's something that has to be done, which they don't say it explicitly, but the fear of the Germans in World War II developing a weapon and using it, it was uh, 
it, it was kind of a catch-22 because they couldn't take that risk of Germany developing this weapon and uh, decisively, fundamentally turning the tide of the war that was so close to being won. But to prevent that, you had to create this weapon. Uh, the call to use it, kind of a different story, but being the ones to do it first, uh, it, it, man, what a devil's bargain. But all of that is very much in tune with, uh, I did recently start American Prometheus, the book that the film is going to be based on. And in the intro of that, they, they talk about that, how Oppenheimer created a bomb was, was the lead on that. But then after it was used, he was almost immediately an advocate of trying to kind of contain this knowledge and this weapon and very much a force for non-proliferation and getting rid of this thing that humanity had created the, the means to its own destruction essentially and that also kind of echoes what is discussed in one of the final chapters of the Nolan Variations in the context of Tenet, which also mentions the Manhattan Project. And uh, Robert Pattinson also gave Chris Nolan a book about Oppenheimer. I can't remember if it was this one or another book about the Manhattan Project and Oppenheimer at the rap party. He gave him that book. But what it talks about in that chapter in the Nolan Variations is the concept of knowledge and once you know something can you unknow it especially something that awful um it's kind of trying to put that genie back in the bottle but you can't do that and it's a pretty terrible thing and the final thing i think i'll mention that i noticed was kind of the meta of the shots throughout the trailer of everyone building the bomb so you initially have i guess the core i have no idea how you build an atomic bomb i'm probably going to learn the the basics of it from this film when it comes out but there's the core in there and then they were and then another shot they were putting all the pieces all around it and then there's a shot of like all the wires and everything but the kind of the meta of in a film building something and creating something very much in keeping with Nolan's past work with, say, Inception, uh, The Prestige, kind of being a, a metaphor for making a film. So in this, we've got, we're building the bond during the trailer. So kind of saying, oh, this movie is a work in progress. You know, maybe not intentional, but it's the nature of a trailer <laughs> saying this film's coming soon. We're not finished with it yet, but we're building it. And then in the film that's being advertised, they are building something. In this case, a nuclear bomb. So that's all that I've got. And yeah, I, again, the trailer producers did their job. It's looking good. I'm excited to see what this movie holds. And I guess we'll see what happens. Presumably they'll release another trailer, I suppose, between now and July. And we'll get a few more little tidbits and morsels to keep us ready and hungry for more all right so there you have it 
that's what we thought of the Oppenheimer trailer. For now, you can find us at Friends at Dusk Pod on Instagram and at Friends at Dusk on Twitter. You can email us at Friends at Dusk Pod at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. And you can find our list of resources for our further slate of regular episodes in the notes for this trailer. We'll include a link there. And otherwise, that'll do it for us. We'll see you next time on our regularly scheduled episodes of Friends at Dusk. Thanks for listening.